I'm joining you again because I have something that was on my heart yesterday that I wanted to read to you all. It was addressing my spirit and I know that even so when we get in a when we get in a time of always thinking that um these bodies that we have here are ours and that it's okay to misuse, abuse, to put all types of holes and and everything all over us or just mess up our skin, not take care of it, or even just at uh adhere to what we put in our bodies when we're eating, when we're drinking, when we are having a good time, and it's okay to have a treat every now and then treat your body with something um you know, but we're not really caring for it, and we're not honoring what God has given us to so that he can live in. And for so many years, and the reason why I can speak about this is that I have been that person so many times. And when God spoke to me to heal me, deliver me from the issues that I have as far as health issues, as far as uh, disability issues, uh, different things that my mind could not even fathom how was how did I get these things how how did they come about because I was completely healthy as a child and then the enemy comes like a flood in my life to pour all different types of pains and issues and um different things on us that on my body for I can speak on and not yours but just if you're going through the same as I have been through and you are seeking deliverance in which deliverance is readily available for you because Jesus Christ is waiting for you to open the door to your heart and and accept him as king and your healer and that he's already died for you to be healed already. He knows that, hey, she's healed already. Hey, I died. Her sins are forgiven already. I've done it all. I've done that. I did the work. And now our minds have to be at rest knowing Jesus did that already for us. So we have to accept that covering so that we can live each day getting up, asking the Holy Spirit, what is it that I need to do in this vehicle for God, in this temple? I'm borrowing. I am borrowing this this body just so God can use it. And I, and if I mess it up, if I mess it up by piercing and putting all these things on them, I'm going to have 30 piercings on my face and neck and arm. And why would I do all those things for display that the world can see? And the world doesn't matter because we're temporary here. And it's only for vanity, show and tell. And who really cares? So let's just say I'm doing this only for some things in my heart that maybe I'm trying to get out and express to someone, but I'm, but I can't. I'm messing up the vehicle God has given me because he wants to drive and get in there and he wants to do work in the body and to use you to get to others, bring them back into him. 
That is what the body is used for, not for the those other things, guys. And I know it's hard to, when you see things, they look cool and everything, but we have to humble our minds. And if you've already been in the predicament and we were young and we've done it, that's me. Like I've been young. I've I've done those things and I shouldn't have written on my body. I know the Holy Spirit when I was younger spoke and said, told me, don't put anything on your body. Keep it pure and clean. Well, I didn't listen. I happened to, after I got married and had kids, convinced to, I was convinced to, hey, just, just get a, tattoo. It doesn't be that big. Just get something with your kid's name on you. And I did that on my left arm. And it's not a big tattoo. Um, I'd say it's about it's about four, four or five inches in length and about seven, eight inches wide. It's not very big, but it is still something that I had been disobedient and I did anyway. And even though it's my children's name on me, but I regret even writing on myself. And I think about that still this even to this day, but I'm not in guilt. I'm not in guilt because I've been forgiven. It was in my unknowing before I was saved and before God giving me grace. I had to have grace and I accepted the grace that God extended to me in my unknowing. But here's here's the thing. I think they call it a caveat. caveat. <laughs> I don't know. Am I right? Am I not? But <clears throat> Now that I'm in my knowing and I have wakened in Christ and I'm not imprisoned by the enemy anymore, uh, my mind is open. I know not to do it again and I won't. I see these things all the time and I, and I, and, and, and see, here's the thing. It's been tempting me and I have been tempted. Yes, I am human and I get tempted, but I know better. And the first time temptation comes my way, I immediately shut it down. I won't give <clears throat> the spirit of temptation any food. Do you understand? And so when our children, our teenagers, they are so heavily convinced. And it's kind of hard to get them out of it sometimes. But we have to, we have to give our kids the food, the bread they need so they can understand what it means to not be conformed to the way of the world. <coughs> Help them understand their bodies. And so I want to read this because this is this is what truly was in my spirit. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. <coughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, it says, <coughs> the body for lease. I'm so sorry. The body for lease. When the application for your temple, your body, went into the manufacturer on earth, 
It was already sealed for approval. You didn't have to worry about getting declined or a letter in the mail in seven days, seven business days at that. It was confirmed you're going to get that body. You're getting it. It's yours. So when it was time to drive it, your body off the lot, coming home after birth, that meant it wasn't, it wasn't yours. It wasn't yours still. But it's yours to lease. And just like in car dealerships, guys. If you're leasing a car and you go to that that dealership and you put money down to lease that car, you know for sure that you're leasing that car. It's not yours. And even if you're not leasing, you're particularly buying a car, purchasing a car. You haven't purchased that car. You owe 30000 40000 on this vehicle, it's not yours. You're paying the monthly notes. You're only leasing that car until that car is completely paid off. And so that is where I'm going with this in your body. Till your body is at the, till your mind, your spirit is at the point of it's paid off. It's, it's. It's, um, it, I don't have to worry about any more monthly notes, you know. It's, it's completely at a zero balance. That's when God will need your spirit back to him. And he'll call you back home to him. Right now, we're just leasing. We're renting. We're renting this body. There's, and, and guess what? Your body's valuable. It's very valuable. So imagine continually paying on something that you can't literally get to a zero balance until you come you you come completely surrendered and submitted and you're living and walking in the way of God and after you get to a point to where he is finished um using your vehicle then you we we answer to our father when he's ready so I just wanted to insert that in there because the Holy Spirit just added a little bit more to what I was saying just for you guys to understand that how we are truly leasing this body and it's not yours. It's yours to supervise. It's yours to manage. It's yours to just to take care of the outer portion, the parts, the visual part of you. That's for you to manage, manage for God so he can use you, keep it healthy so he can use you. Okay. Okay. So just a little bit more and it goes on to say the occupier is truly God in the Holy Spirit. But God is only allowing you some space as a co-buyer or the maintenance person of his vehicle. We need to remember this. People think this life you are given belongs to you and you get full ownership. No, you, your soul, are in a shared partnership with the Holy Spirit. And that's how it goes. So keep up the maintenance. Do the regular checks. That's Bible study seeking, praying, fasting, and submitting to the Holy Spirit 
because it's a luxury. You are a luxury vehicle. I hope you all know that. And that's why the enemy tries to come to steal, kill, and destroy it. Because he's jealous that your vehicle is luxury. What do people want to do with luxury cars who are just jealous, wants what you want, wants what you have? They try to damage it, steal it, do what they can because the enemy is jealous. And so keep up your regular maintenance. Know that you are possession of God. You are luxury. And we all know how we treat luxury. If you all have luxury things, you all understand that with luxury things, you want to, you keep them in a separate area. You keep them polished. You keep luxury things upkept, swept, and clean. And whatever it is that's luxury that you have, you know that's in a different bracket and you, you treat it a little bit better. So let's understand that your body is luxury. And this goes for me also. And I have to sometimes think, what have I done to my body? What have I been eating? What have I put in my body? I have really been messing up this week and have not been maintaining. So I have to go and do regular checks when things go wrong and cleanse it and ask God to touch and heal and and bow and submit to what he wants me to do with this vessel of his whether it be fasting and just figuring it out and figuring out what it is God you want me to put in it nothing but water maybe nothing but but let's ask God first so that you and I will have a vehicle for God to use for a long time if it's in his will I love you guys We have to ask, is this what we are doing so God can use it? If we can't, if we don't, if we don't keep it maintained, guys, we won't have a vehicle. And I hope that you get that in the spirit. And I love you. And I'm going to go ahead and cut this short because this is what the Lord told me to share. And it was on my heart. So I just felt that this is the perfect time. And I hope that you please share this and give it to someone else who loves podcasts. Share it, my uh, Sky family. I just want to say thank you um, and send a really, really good shout out to uh, Miss Cindy. Miss Cindy with Delta. I love you, Cindy. Thank you so much. She's been such a blessing. She really is obedient to God and she done. she has done a work for the Lord, an assignment that he had. And it really has played out the way God wanted to. Um I just want to say, just thank you because my wings don't belong to me myself. My wings belong to the Lord and I give God all the uh, glory for the wings that I just accomplished, guys. Um, I just graduated uh, from flight attendant training and I am now your new flight attendant. So glory to God and I pray blessings and protection and peace over this. Um, that the enemy does not try to step on any toes, but God is directing it because it is his new assignment for me. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful. And because an angel like Miss Cindy, she poured into me and was obedient to God. So thank you, Cindy. Love you so much, sister. I love you. And I love everybody else at 
my airline. I love you guys. Peace be the salt and light of the earth. Season well, everybody. Um, you're light children. You're children of the light. Should I say it like that? Um, but peace. I love you. Bye. Hey, this is Chosen Royalty. I'm coming again to you guys to tell you, God bless you. God be with you. Be at peace in all your days. I love you so much. Be the salt and light of the earth. Season well. I love you. Praise God. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Shalom, everyone.